Konnichiwa and welcome to episode 27 of the Foo for Thoughts podcast. Uh, we are a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to martial arts movies. Every episode we discuss a particular movie. My name is Sean, I am your host. I'm here with my co-host and wife, Devon. Hello. And I'm here, well I'm not here, with, but on the phone we have our other co-host, Cyrus. Irishai Masen. That means welcome. Does nice. it? Yeah, like when you go into a store or a restaurant, that they say that in Japan. Can you say it again? No, because I don't want to do the accent. Like... <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. That's that's. that's... Super American. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I I didn't catch the words. That's all. I was I was wondering what it was, but that's okay. Um. So hello everyone. Welcome. Uh, this week we are discussing the first film in the Rurouni Kenshin trilogy. Um, it's mostly known as Rurouni Kenshin, but in America, because they have to simplify things for all you Americans, it's called Rurouni Kenshin Origins, because it's, I guess, his, it's not really his origin story, not really. Meh. It's yeah. not really, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, well, there are flashbacks to his origin, so I guess. Um, so we'll jump into the film in a minute. For now, I suppose we can have a little banter up front <laughs> um have you watched anything good cyrus nothing i can think of but this might be controversial mm. um i'm not a huge i mean i love marvel to death but as far as comparing which movies are better i just forget what happens in each one but yeah i watched infinity wars yes infinity War. that's better than endgame i agree is, is i agree that- yeah, yeah, that, I don't think that's controversial. I think Infinity War's better than Endgame. Yeah, it was good. I, I didn't... Okay. I, the whole time travel thing in Endgame, I don't like. I liked, really? it, yeah, I liked it more second time round, but I, I don't love it. No. I get yeah, it. I mean, in Infinity War, Thanos is just hunting for those gems. It's just fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... it's. I think... I think Infinity War is... I don't know. I feel like the the last one they tried to do too much and kind of wrap it up perfectly, and they did wrap it up very well. But yeah, I I much prefer Infinity War. I'm an Infinity War boy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's too controversial. I don't think so. Which one do you prefer? Um. Uh, hmm. Excellent question. I guess Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that bit the 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 big, uh, battle scene at the. At the uh, end of, of Endgame is great. Where everyone comes back and everyone gets showcased and you get to Yeah, see. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just fun. But yeah, I guess, I suppose uh, Infinity War is the better movie. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Have we watched anything? Uh, have we watched... Oh, we do have oh, to discuss watched, a few things. Yeah, we watched um, Old Guard. We watched The Old Guard last night. On the Netflix. Which is, yeah. Charlize Theron. It is that, with Charlize That is correct. Theron. Um, and we had somewhat of a split, uh, uh, or, or opposing opinions, really, didn't we? That is correct. Um, I thought it was, I'll, I'll go as far as to say, not very good. I won't say bad, but it was not very good, and you liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it, in my opinion, it's, it's very dull. It's a very dull film with dull characters. And the action is good. The hand-to-hand action is good, or even great. There's just not enough of it. You think you could beat up Charlie Sarah? In a one-on-one fight, and are we wearing gloves, or are we bare-knuckling it? Bare-knuckle. 
Are kicks allowed? Of course. Are takedowns allowed? Yeah, man. It's the yeah, you're going, yeah. Well, okay, so she's she's 44 years old. I'm 38. There's not much age in it. She's probably taller than me. She looks a bit lithe. Um, and she's been, like, practicing martial arts and stuff for these movies. For, I th- what? Yeah, exactly. She, yeah, she's been doing Atomic Blonde, and then she's gone on to this, and then... Oh, Mad Max Fury Road, I'm sure she built up some muscle on. I think I've got the weight advantage. I think if I can get mm. her down on the ground, I will ground and pound her. Mm. <laughs> Sounds weird. Yeah. Sounds weird, <laughs> Sounds weird when I say that. When it comes to Charlize Theron, I will ground and pound her. Yeah, no, I think, I think if I can get on top of her... This is sounding weirder and weirder it's the more I go. Weird. Yeah. Okay, if I can... Yeah, if we, all, I, we know what you mean. Yeah, if I can pin her and then punch her in the face. Okay. Do you reckon you'd take it, Devin? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. I reckon Cyrus would. I, I think Cyrus's stand-up game is good. I, think, I don't think. I've, I've never been punched, so I'd probably just cry. Um, yeah. That's a good point. I've out. never been in a fight, so if she could get, well, yeah, I'd get probably get a clear one in my face. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'd probably I be done. I think it would hurt my my spirit more than it hurt my body. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it would it would hurt both my spirit and my body. Well, I think out of the three of us, I'm the only confident one. I I think I would be able to take it down. I think I'd take a punch from her, but I wouldn't be able to take three. Hmm. I think one punch, I'd be like, "Ow, that hurts," but I can I keep going. <laughs> okay. But if she punched me again or or two more times, I think I would fall down on my knees and okay. start crying. Okay. Yeah. But she, she looks pretty tough. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the movie, uh, the movie. Yeah, I didn't love it. Devon thought it was okay. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, it. I would watch it again. Yeah, I would never watch it again. It's definitely not a film I would ever watch again. Hmm. Yeah. Um. We also, I think it's worth. Uh. Oh, by the way, I had a question. I had a question about the old guard, right? And yeah. about movies in general. Yeah. If you have a gun and you're holding the gun by the handle, mm-hmm. if you hit someone with that handle on the back of their neck, do they actually fall unconscious? It happens in a million movies. Is that a move? Is that a real move? I mean, guns are kind of heavy. But yeah. does that mean that if I hit someone with, I don't know, a rolling pin on the back of their neck, it would knock him out. Why is the back of the neck such a, like, pinch yeah, point? Yeah, a good point. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I get it over the head, on the back of the head. But I in a lot of films... Why not the back of the head? Yeah, in a lot of the films, it's, it's, it's the back of the neck, and it's just... I didn't know that was a soft spot. Hmm. And when they hit him, they only have, like, a foot of swing. Yes. They're not, they're not throwing like they a haymaker. Yeah. That happens in old maybe guard. We'll have to look at, maybe we'll have to Google that, look into that. Look up some maybe science. Maybe it's a thing. Um, science. Science. Also, the old guard reinforced one train of thought that I've been having. Okay. And I'm going to say it. Chiwetel Ejiofor for the next Bond. Yeah? He's so good and he's so dapper. I think he'd make a great James Bond. You think? Yeah. <clears throat> Well, after watching the Princess Bride thing, um, what's his name? You have to explain the Princess Bride thing, because our audience aren't going to know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, I feel like you would explain it better. Basically, a bunch of actors for charity are reenacting scenes from Princess Bride, and it's a whole smorgasbord of actors from Paul Rudd to... Seth Rogen. To Seth Rogen, to actual Carrie oh, Elwes. Cool. 
Yeah, yeah it's it's funny as shit. Like they they're doing it at home, so no special effects, nothing. They're just doing it at their own homes. Um, it's available on Quibi, but I'm pretty sure no one has Quibi. Uh, but it's on Instagram, and it's it's genuinely funny. So who do you think should be Bond? Um, um, he's the black guy. Uh, what's his name? Not helping. There's a lot of black people in the world. Well, no, from from the princess, the one of the actors. Uh, he was. Um, oh, the one in the uh, Prince Humperdinck. Yeah, there's. I don't know his name. What film is he in? <laughs> Lots of stuff. Uh, we are terrible. We this say- is so shit. <laughs> well, you all you've said so far is a black man. I know. You look. I don't. <laughs> I can't look. I can't use my phone. How can I look him up? I don't know his name or what films he's in. Go to that Instagram. I'm not going to Instagram on <gasps> on a podcast. I can't think of a film. He's in a film involving. John, sp- just type in black man and Google. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a film involving space. I know that he's in a mm-hmm. space film. So, a black man that's been in a space film. Oh, he was in Selma. He was um, uh, Martin Luther King in there Selma. There you go. They, hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, man, I don't know his name. I can pull him up. Hold on. But just the bit where the lines he did for uh, him playing. David Oyelowo. Oh, oh, Oyelowo. Just that scene where he was uh, Prince Humperdinck and he let out this... Uh, and I thought he was great. Yeah, he's he's good. He does, he's dapper. He's he's not dapper enough. I he think he's I think enough. he's over the top posh. I think Chiwetel Ejiofor's got it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Although notice we both said black people as the next Bond. Yeah. Yeah. And the next 007 is officially a black woman. Yeah. Yeah. That we. Really? Yeah. In the new film, basically. If you watch, yeah. If you watch the trailer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, Whenever that movie will be released. They believe Bond is retired or dead or something. So. A black woman steps in to be the new W O seven, and then of course Daniel Craig comes back and probably to whatever save the day or something yeah, takes takes the mantle and becomes double O sixty nine. Yeah, so yeah, I, I thought Chantal Jafar was a was a good uh, uh, idea of for someone who should be Bond next. But and wasn't he in some movie where he's like a owner of a dojo or something? Was he? Yes, uh, I, see, I saw Yes, yes. Is that film called Redline? It might be called. It might be called Redline. I'm looking it up now. It's called Red Something. Oh, it's definitely not Redline. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, oh. I, I got. I, I wish I knew. I'm. I'm not gonna just rummage through. I. I literally am rummaging through IMDb as I say this. Um, another thing we can briefly talk about, actually, while I'm looking at what martial arts film Chiwetel Ejiofor was in, is we can briefly talk about Warrior Nun. Now, oh, have I, you have, have you, you started that or have you heard of that on Netflix, Warrior Nun? No. Okay. So basically, so it's a show, it's a series on Netflix, and basically it's about, it's literally exactly what it sounds Red like. Red Belt! Red Belt. That's what he's in. Sorry. Continue. Continue. <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds like. A group of nuns. I think they're in Spain. They and are. They're basically, they're these warrior nuns, basically for God, for the church. And they go around, like, kicking ass, apparently. Imagine if Buffy and the fighting, Vampire Slayer fighting, was a nun. Yeah, and fighting demons. Yeah. And we got how many episodes in? Five. Five. Yeah. And we have not returned to it. I see. So, I don't know if we've given up. Devin lo- just looked at me like, oh, are we going back to it or not? My... Uh, 
It's not good. I guess I have, yeah, I have issues. I mean, I enjoy the fight, the fight scenes. What little fight scenes there yeah, are, let's be honest. But yeah, my main issue is with the, the main character, the main girl who's in. Yeah, it's, I feel like, I feel like it's going nowhere. Yeah. It's, Five episodes in and I feel like it's going nowhere. It's a very like, it's just so. I don't know if it's just a slow burn, but I'm not. Humdrum is the word. Yeah, I'd I'm use. not enjoying the buildup. Yeah, it's it's yeah exactly. There is a buildup, and it doesn't feel like there's going to be a payoff at the end of it. And from the reviews I've read, um, people say that it it kind of builds up to a crescendo, and then they're like, "You've got to wait for season two. Um, mm. and it doesn't. The payoff isn't that big. Yeah. Um, I do hope to start once we've got kind of through most of our shows. I do still um. Hope to start Hannah season two soon. Oh, yeah. um, apparently they've upped the action in that and there's a number of action scenes in that which I'm quite looking forward to. Um, but I think that's it. I don't think we've watched much else of, of import, really. No, really. I've been I've been trudging through Kung Fu films. Again, I'm watching multiple Kung Fu films a day. Um, I will say one thing that I found an absolute fucking gem the other day. Um, you, you guys won't be interested. But um, it's called Death Duel of Kung Fu. It is a 1979 movie, I think, starring John Liu and Don Wong Tao and Eagle Han Ying. Yes, his first name's Eagle. Um, and it's really good. It's, it's a film that I had on VHS. I've got on VHS right now. So I had it about 20 years ago on VHS and I never watched it. And uh, I finally watched it, like, two days ago. And I will say it's got one of the best final fight scenes of all time. It's in my top ten really? uh, final fight scenes, yeah. For an old-school kung fu, yeah, it's not like, you know, John Wick 3 level of, of excitement. Um, but it's really good. It's a really good film. So I watched that. Uh, I'm looking forward to Tuesday. We're recording this on a Saturday and on the upcoming Tuesday, I believe I will be getting my delivery of Enter the Fat Dragon, the latest Donnie Yen film. Um, I would love to do that for this podcast, just because it's a newer film. Um, but whether we do or not, I'm not sure. And then I will also, on the same day, be getting my Criterion Bruce Lee box set, um, which I'm really looking forward to. Apparently, it's it's the best the films have ever looked, and in their, you know, perfect version, and, you know, best best... Best version possible, apparently. Um, so yeah, that's good stuff. And we are going to do another Bruce Lee film. So um, I put a uh, Cyrus. You don't know this. I put a uh, a poll on Instagram as to whether they want us to do Way of the Dragon, the one with Chuck Norris, or whether they wanted to uh, us to do Fist of Fury, the one with Bruce Lee against the Japanese. And uh, it was 50-50. <laughs> no, not uh, Japanese. I was thinking uh, Japanese. Um, it, it was it was 50-50. It was 50-50 down the line. So I don't know which one we're going to do. I mean, you got to get the Norris. I'm thinking Norris as well, only because I think also Way of the Dragon has more talking points. I think there's, there's kind of sillier shit in it, which we may enjoy talking about. So... Yeah, I, I, I think that might be an option. Um, but anyway, anyway, yeah, that, that's that's what's coming up. So um, I do have a list of movies we're going to be doing in the future. Uh, it's a pretty good list so far, and I think that's going to include a, uh, another Bruce Lee movie. But let's jump into tonight's movie. Uh, one thing I will have to say before we go any further is um, Cyrus is obviously on the phone, 
and uh, he's on Devon's phone, and Devon's getting lots of text messages at the moment. And uh, Darn group chat. Yes, and they are being picked up by the microphone, so there's lots of text buzzing in the background, so I do apologize for that. Um, but hopefully... Yeah. They'll leave me alone. I'll try and get her to have less friends in the future. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's jump into the film Roroni Kenshin. Um, surprisingly, I thought this film was made in like 2018. Um, it is made in 2012. It's a 2012 film. Um, it's directed by, I'm going to get so many names wrong, so many names <clears> wrong. <throat> it's directed by Keishi Otomo. And it stars uh, Takeru Sato or Sato. Emi Takai, and I'm not even going to try that one. It's some other people as well. Um, and it's actually, I, I found out a, a, an interesting fact that I did not know. Um, the fight choreographer for this film is Kenji Tanagaki, uh, who is uh, Donnie Yen's best friend. And Donnie Yen's uh, frequent collaborator when it comes to fight choreography. Uh, which is strange because, oh, it's not strange that Donnie Yen's Chinese and this guy's Japanese, but uh, you'd think they have two very specific styles because Donnie Yen came up in Hong Kong cinema and uh, oh, maybe this guy did Hong Kong cinema, I don't know. Um, I do know that the uh, Kenji, who fight choreographed this film, he got his start as the stunt double for Scorpion in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, yeah. the sequel to Mortal Kombat. Uh, he did stunts on Blade 2. Uh, yep, and then he co-choreographed a number of movies with Donnie Yen, including Flashpoint, Bodyguards and Assassins, The Lost Bladesman, Dragon, a.k.a. Uh, Wu Jia, and Enter the Fat Dragon. So he's been doing a lot of work with Donnie Yen. And this film he did by himself, Donnie was not on board. And uh, yeah, it certainly, certainly has some interesting choreography. Um, I would agree. So let's let's jump into the film. Shall we jump into opinions? <clears throat> Cyrus. Cyrus. Cyrus, go first. I... I default. <laughs> you don't want to go first? No. Okay, Devin. Let's see. Or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, <clears throat> when it came to this film, I had my fingers crossed that Cyrus was going to fucking love this film. Uh-huh. Like, if there was any film that we did... In my head, I was like, Cyrus is going to love this one. So I'm interested to hear his opinion. Okay. Regarding you, yes. no idea. <laughs> Completely. You had a complete blank look throughout. There was no emotion. And watching it, I was like, she may love this. Or she may hate it. Um, obviously, it's adapted from an anime and you hate anime. But it's not very anime-ish. No. Well, kind of is in places. But what's your opinion? It was all right. It was all right. It was all right. Okay. Okay. Um... Would I watch it again? Man, maybe I, bits and pieces. I've got a better question. Yeah. Would you watch the sequel, the second film? Uh, hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. Because really the only thing I enjoyed about this were the fights. So okay. if I'm going to... If there are equally great fights in it, and There's... especially equally... I mean, the sword play was... was the fucking bomb diggity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if there were just if there were good sword fights again, then fine. But I, was... I, I just I thought this movie was was kind of blah. Okay, I was surprised by the sword fights in this film <clears throat> because, in my opinion, the sword fights in the second and third film are way better. Really, I love the sword play in this film. I thought it was fantastic, and it is like it's the best I've ever seen. 
But the individual fights in the second and third one, in my opinion, are better. Okay. Um, that doesn't mean... I'm not trying to convince you to watch the sequel. I, I'm just... I'm saying in, in my opinion. Um, Cyrus, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Pass. <laughs> okay, so you Ooh, want me to... Really opinions to the end. Okay, well, it, it's, it's obvious what I'm going to say, probably. Um, well, this is... What did I say? Episode 27? 27. This is one of the best films we've done so far, in my opinion. Um... It's a fucking awesome film. And Interesting. I like it for a multitude of reasons. Obviously the fight scenes are fantastic and great and, and the, the choreography is wonderful and being, you know, a martial arts fan, that's what I look for. I think the film looks beautiful. I think it's lavish and, and gorgeous to look at. Fine. I love the characters. I love the drama. I I really think this film has a good plot. I, I, I like the, the themes in it. Uh, the whole like it's kind of anti you live by the sword you die by the sword he's literally trying to flip that on its head and beat the odds of you know he no longer wants to live by the sword and therefore die by the sword i think there's interesting themes in it i think i just think it's a fucking well-made film i like it i really really like it um i think there's a number of things in it that pull you I won't say you, pull me in and get me more engrossed, which I'll cover in a minute. Um, yeah, honestly, this is like a four and a half star film for me out of five. I, I, I think this is fantastic. I love it. Um, Interesting. I think when I said it's amazing, I think Cyrus cackled. Um, <laughs> so I have a feeling that uh, his his opinion's gonna be gonna be rather different from mine. Come on, Cyrus. Cyrus, what do you think about this movie, baby? Uh, that's a bingo, because this movie was ace. You thought it was shit? I thought it was the most average thing ever. What about the sword fight? They were cool. I mean, I liked, I really liked when he, you know, fought a million people at one time and grabbed their wrists and interlocked the blades and all that. It's great. But, like, I think I'm biased because I already know the story of Kenshin. And I watched the show just a little bit. Right. I watched the show with that dude in it, with the eyeballs. Yeah, I um, I, th I think I read somewhere that the director of this film, apparently this is what he said. The director of this film said that Roroni Kenshin is a very simple anime. Like, there's not much meat on its bones. And he wanted to take the anime and give it a bit of weight and add more, like, drama and character building into his movie. Um, so apparently he changed it, like maybe not the characters, but changed the, uh, the depth of the film, I suppose. Um, yeah, I'm shocked yeah, to hear so that. I, I'm shocked. I've never watched this again. Uh, wow. I mean, the story, like, I used to be bad, now I'm good. Yep. And this, I don't know. I didn't Am see, I so I didn't take it to be him as like, I used to be bad, now I'm good. I think it's just like, I used to be bad, I used to kill people, I don't want to kill people anymore. I didn't see him, or I don't, I didn't, I didn't get that he thought he was a good person. I think he just didn't want to be a murderer anymore. And, which yeah. I feel like, which I feel like is two different things. I You're right, I don't think it's a case of bad or good. I, I think it's more like... You know, not to be cliche, but you know, in the film, she, the 
I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry, I can't remember people's names. Um, the the, the girl who owns the Dojo. Karu, 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 something like that. Karu, yeah, I, yeah. She, she basically says that you know the sword is used to uh, bring life, right. which is weird, but I understand it. And I think the whole concept of the film is him going from a sword bringing, bringing death, death yeah. changing to this sword bringing life. And by bringing life, of course, I mean, that's the whole theme of the film in that he uses his sword to ultimately, you know, free a girl and change things and free a community and bring life to the community. And I, I think, uh, yeah, I I get the whole, like, good versus bad. And, and, and I think the juxtaposition between seeing him old seeing old kenshin do mm. his old thing and now seeing him as this kind of wide-eyed innocent uh uh wandering swordsman i think it's fantastic i i love i love the the comparisons between the two because years ago you know when he was uh, a hired swordsman i guess samurai samurai exactly he's he's a fucking monster like he is an absolute beast uh slashing people up left and right and then now you know as he's tried to escape that, he's he's more... Look, I love... This is a concept in a film I love. I love when someone who's amazing at fighting in a film has to pretend that they're not amazing at fighting yeah, in a film. Yeah, I mean, that's just the win. Yeah, I, I, I love that as a, as that a movie will, concept. That never not be cool. Yeah, yes, exactly. I, I, I uh, love what that. What is it? Uh, speak silently, carry a big stick, or whatever it's called. What's that? It's like... It's like, don't speak, but carry a big stick. I can't remember what the phrase is, but it basically means you can whoop everyone's ass, but you don't really say it. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think, um, I think like, I, I like that as a, uh, as a kind of movie concept. And I also like the, the, the fighter who refuses to fight, not just pretend that he can't fight, but refuses to fight. Like Bruce Lee in the big boss, you know, he, he knows he's really good at kung fu and just refuses to fight, and I I love that concept. Um, yeah, I'm actually. I, I oftentimes in this podcast, I kind of make a lot of jokes that I'm very angry about your opinions on the movies, and today I'm fucking livid. Quite frankly, <laughs> I am. I am genuinely angry at both of you. I guess. Okay. <clears throat> I would, uh, yeah, I would say in between the fights, for me, yeah, it was just a little, it was just a little blah. And then I felt Philistines. like... Philistines. You're both Philistines. And then also, I guess my beef, my <laughs> beef with... Works, <laughs> <laughs> my beef with Kenshin is, he looks like he's fucking 14. I have opinion. I've, and so I was just like, is this like, I don't know, I don't know about the source material before, you know, that this movie was based on, but he looks like a 14 year old. And then those flashbacks where it was 10, you know, he's been apparently not fighting for 10 years and he pops up and I was just like, I'm sorry, but this dude, this dude looks 14 years old. That is a note I made in the film. The actor that plays Kenshin is 23 years old. So that means in the flashbacks, yeah. he's 13 or meant to be 13. Yeah. I don't know how old Kenshin's meant to be. Yeah, but this um, dude is, I mean, granted. Oh, well, they say he started at 14 and then did it for five years and then 10 years passed. So he's 29. Oh, all right. Did they? I didn't know yep. that. All right, Stephen Hawking. 10 years have passed since we've seen this demon. I, I, know, I know they said that. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I knew okay. it had been 10 years, but I didn't realize it. That whole battle that he had been doing that since he like 
Yeah. He's really young. They did say that. I remember they oh, did really? say he started at 14. Yeah. Oh, I missed mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, Cyrus is right. They absolutely said that. Well, fine. Um, yeah. I still think he looks like a, yeah. Well, he, he's a very, uh, he looks he's like a very, he just hit puberty. He's a very young, young. Is he like gentleman. a K-pop person? <laughs> and then it's, <laughs> you can't say K-pop. He's not Korean. Oh, that's right. what the K in K-pop stands oh, for. Oh, right, right. I keep, for, I don't know why I, I, I forget that. Is he a J-pop person? Okay, fine. Yes, he is. Okay. Although I will say, I believe he started out as an actor. Okay. And then, um, he has put out plenty of music though. Is the guy, uh, the um, the mask guy, is that a J-pop person as well? I have not looked him up. He seems like he would be. Yeah. Yeah, that haircut screams J-pop. Right? Very, uh, yeah, and uh, Kenshin, I, again, I'm, I'm not going to continually name the actors in this film just simply because I'd have to look it up on my phone each time, but the guy who plays Kenshin, a very pretty looking boy. Yeah. Very. Yo. My first, my first sight of his face, yeah, I, I was like, is this like, is, is like the big reveal? Is that this is like a, a chick? Oh. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I was say thinking in my head, I was like, if this guy wore makeup and a kimono, I'd be like, do you want to go on a date? I thought exactly the same thing. I yeah. was like, I'm, I'm probably like, yeah, only, only a, a, a cup of beer away from giving him a kiss. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. small cup of beer. So that was so. Yeah, I mean, he, but yeah, my biggest complaint was he just looked too young. Uh, I, I think I think I I don't think that's an issue to take up with Japanese cinema, and the reason why is because they're all J-pop singers and they all look young. Oh. Every character. It's just it's just, and I, 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 that sounds incredibly racist, but I'm not. They're, like young people, young actors are usually picked for roles. In, in like Japanese martial arts films and fantasy films, and it's just, I think if you saw more, you would just pick that trend up and maybe be more forgiving. Okay. Yeah, but obviously, am I safe to say this is your first ever Japanese film? Have you ever watched another Japanese film? No idea. Yeah. Ninja Scroll. Oh yeah, Ninja Scroll. Well, live action film. Let's say live action. No idea. Yeah. Okay. And then um, it's too long. I think there's definitely some yeah. unnecessary. All right. Unnecessary scenes that could that could have been cut out. I don't think there's like, a, mm, like yeah. the there were whole co- poison girl, the medicine lady. That was kind of a weird arc. Megumi. Yeah, she had a weird trip. We're supposed to like her, right? I think I don't know whether this film is meant to be like morally ambiguous in the everyone's like everyone's a dick or everyone's done something bad but we're meant to be like oh no let's forgive them you know she's a maker of opium and then the street fighter is a dick and like a street fighter dude although you know he's obviously the comic relief but dojo uh, girl is cool yeah she's dojo girl is yeah. cool she's very honorable yeah. and i think she's meant to be isn't she she's meant to be like the the virginal you know uh, uh yeah, young yes. girl very yeah. you know prim and proper um i think so but uh yeah i i i'm uh, so cyrus you wouldn't watch the sequel probably not okay okay that's that's fair um I'm shocked. I'm I'm a little bit shocked by both of you. I I honestly something inside me told me that you were both gonna like this one. 
So Aww, I'm sorry. not I'm not as shocked as I am disappointed. <laughs> so let's get into it. Yeah, let's let's jump into the uh, to the movie. Really, um, I think the start when we're first introduced to the concept of Batasai, uh, and he's just chopping up those people. It's just sword and blood, swords and blood, and it's just what more do you need for an intro? Yeah, it's I enjoyed that. Awesome. Yeah, it was beautifully great. shot again. The ashes and the and the snow and the explosions, just incredibly well shot. I I thought this film was, looked fucking beautiful. I will say this, without contestation, the scenery in this film is beautiful. Oh, it is. It's, yeah, it's it's a beautiful film. It really is. Um, it deserves more love. This director deserves more love. I looked at his filmography. I haven't heard of anything he's made apart from these films. Um, then again, his other films could be great and I just haven't watched them. Um, yeah, I mean, the film gets started. It's, I, there's not... I, I guess I ironically said that the director wanted to put more meat on the bones in this film, but there's not much meat to talk about, to be honest. Not really. Um, not a huge amount. I thought, you know, there were a few laughable things when I think someone said, um, <laughs> someone looked at Kenshin's sword and went, uh, oh, the, the blade is facing the back. The sharp edge is facing the back. Or, or even he himself might have said it. And it was like, oh, I can't kill someone. Or someone said, you can't kill someone with that. Well, you can. You just turn it around. Yeah. Like, you can kill someone with it. But it's... holding it naturally, how it's meant to be held. Yeah, I I, 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 I get yeah. it. And what did you think of that concept? What did you think of the idea of this guy with a blunt sword fighting? Oh, I enjoyed it. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. I think it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's genius. Yeah. I've loved that ever since I heard about it. Yeah, it's so good how he just twats people on the head instead of slicing yeah. the head off. And really, a really awesome scene was when the ex-samurai, now cop, who's also a samurai still, uh, fighting yeah. him, and he's pressing the sharp blade into his shoulder. Right. Yeah, and like, yeah, and have it like, because... if you're not going to use the sword the way it's supposed to be used, you're going to be hurt. And I was like, wow, he's actually manifesting that physically. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 And didn't you feel like, um, like... Oh, I had something in my head and now it's completely gone. I don't know. Is it because I said manifest? Because that's a big word for you. You impressed me with the word manifest. And that's that's it. Um, yeah, I can't remember what the hell I was going to say. Anyway, it doesn't matter. One time I hit Sean with a serendipitous and he almost fell out of his chair. <laughs> that's crazy. Great word. Yeah, yeah. Serendipitous. Did you know that in, I think in the UK, back in the back in the 90s, or maybe maybe early 2000s, they did like a nationwide poll and the, the favorite word was serendipitous of the country was serendipitous. Such bollocks. Yeah, who says serendipitous? Who's, who's, serendipitous. <laughs> whose favorite word is serendipitous? I reckon someone's named their kid that, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Serendipitous. Oh, did you see the, the, that fucking woman who named her two kids COVID and Corona? No, really? Yeah. Guess oh, what? Dear. Guess what race she was? Now, now, she was a, a white. Joke? Apparently not. She gave birth to twins during this pandemic, and then decided to name them COVID and Corona. That's a terrible idea. It's so sad. Yeah. So sad. Those poor children. Oh, I swear. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy. People, people are. Let's just be honest. White people are fucking dumb and and call call our kids some ridiculous stuff. Yeah. People are crazy. 
Who called that kid Apple? That was Gwyneth Paltrow? Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. Yeah, and I think, um, if I remember correctly, I, I might be wrong, but Bjort's son, his full name is Surgeon, son of Thor. <laughs> yeah. I might be wrong. That might have been... Oh, I'm pretty sure I'm right, though. Um, but yeah, that was funny. Anyway, sorry. Back, uh, back to the movie. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought the funniest thing that Devin pointed out, I don't know if you, you in your notes, but, well, yeah, I th- I'm sure you did put it in your notes, but you actually vocalized it, is when the main bad guy uh, starts doing this crazy eye shit, and he's like, my eyes aren't magic, and then goes on to talk about how magic his eyes are, basically. Yeah, he was just like, this isn't magic, I, this is, like, something about, like, paralyzing you from with your own fear, and so my, and as soon as that <laughs> came out of his mouth, I was just like, well, that sounds like magic. That's magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I thought... Uh, oh, by the way, the bad guy in this film... Not not, not him, um, but the the opium dude with the Gatling gun. Mm-hmm. His hair? I had that hair in the 90s. Yeah. Sweet curtains. Yeah, there's pictures of me out there that show me with that hair. I wasn't a fan. Holy shit. I, I don't think we're meant to be a fan of him. I think he's well, just a, a Weasley yeah. piece there's, of yeah, shit, right? exactly. Like, especially, like, with the shoes, I'm assuming, to make him seem taller, to make him more intimidating. He had some Tom Cruise yeah, shoes on. Yeah, he had some, like, enormous chunky heels happening. Does you know Tom Cruise wear shoes like that? He does not. He does. Like, in everyday life. When he does interviews, he wears raised shoes so he can look taller. Yeah, because he's three feet tall. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Tom Cruise shoes. Cruise shoes. Cruise shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Shoes. <laughs> That's right. Tom shoes. So that guy, so so Magic Eyes guy, the fake. Do you remember Magic Eyes? Those things in the nineties. No. Those weird pictures that if you went cross-eyed and looked at them long enough, you'd see a picture of a boat. Oh, those things. Is that what they were called? They were called Magic Eyes. Oh, I didn't know that. Do you remember those, Cyrus? Yeah, I think so. I n- I could never do them. I could never do them. I would sit and stare at those fucking oh, right, things. Right, in your peripherals, you see, like, a goblin or Yeah, yeah. I, I could never, ever do it. I was like that guy from, is it Mall Rats? When the big oh, guys yeah, yeah. stood there looking at yeah, him? Yeah, and yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't see him. Anyway, sorry, you were talking about magic guys. But, like, so fake bat, bat, how do you say it? With... Bato, you've made me forget it. Batasai. Batasai. <laughs> when fake Batasai, so, so he was the lone survivor of that battle in the opening scene. He and, was. And so... He decided to take up Fasasai mantle yeah, yeah. Uh, identity, and was just basically like a hired like killer, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was a hired. So what I guess? Well, also he was a serial killer, like a, a crazy guy, because he was killing police and killing fucking criminals. He was, well, yeah. he was pretty crazy. But like I guess so, like, but then, but when he gets introduced with the drug kingpin guy, and he has all his like lackeys and stuff, and mm-hmm. then there's a dude with the mask, and I'm yeah. just like, you know, first my first thought was like, who are these dudes? And what's especially like, what's the deal with the dude with the mask? And henchmen, baby. I guess. Yeah, henchmen just hired spooky henchmen. That's right. You gotta <laughs> you gotta henchmen. hire yourself some sweet henchmen. Okay. You gotta have some. Classy henchmen that all look exactly the same. Yeah. With some sweet white garments. Yeah. Yep. You got some. I, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then you've got you've got your main. And then you your, can't forget your your hand your fan because apparently it's very hot there. It's, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm assuming it's summer. So you yeah, have to have your personal you can't fan. The two guys at the front gate who have three piece suits on and bow ties. Yeah. Yeah, they must have been very warm. Yeah. But then the guy wearing a mask and a long wig, he must have been very warm as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. And because you've got to have a henchman with a scar on his face. Of course. Yeah. Hiding it behind a creepy mask. Hiding behind a creepy mask. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so, so Batasai, the real OG Batasai, shows up to Tokyo just in his travels. And yeah, just all types of shit hits the fan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I got confused, actually. Um, I, 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 uh, party people who have seen the trilogy of this film are going to laugh at me. But for some odd reason, I thought the fake Batasai in this film was the bad guy in part two and three as well. I thought he went on to be the bad guy. And uh, I was wrong. Very wrong. I had to Google that. I was completely wrong. No, it looks like he, unless they, unless, yeah, at the end of this movie, he definitely appears he got to his be, comeuppance. Uh, appears to be dead. Unless they can, unless his magic eyes can bring him back to life. Yeah. Magic eyes. Magic eyes. <laughs> you could call them his Batus eyes. No. Batus eyes. I'll take it. I'm not going to laugh, but I'll accept it. Thank no. you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. No. Batos eyes. Batos eyes. I mean, they're just a couple of Batos eyes. You know top, <laughs> top tier comedian, a baby. Top tier. Yo, I gotta mail you a gift for that one. Yep. Yep. I don't even know. I'll just mail you a. I accept. Chips. I accept. <laughs> I accept gold bullion only. I see. Um, how cool would it be? If someone's like, what's your deal? What are you about? And you just introduce yourself as a wandering swordsman. Imagine having that did title. Actually, did he actually say that? No, he, he, he yeah. never said he was a swordsman. He said he was a wanderer. Yeah, okay. but it, wouldn't it be great to be like, oh, I'm just a wandering swordsman. Yes. Oh, I have a little small story about Veroni, the origin. Okay. So I, I, looked it up. I looked this up as well. And I know that there is a samurai that is a swordsman with a master. Yes. He's told what to do. He's a protector. He follows orders. Correct. And then there's a wandering swordsman. He's a ronin. Yes. And he just, he's like a vagabond. He does whatever he wants. Yep. Kills people for money and etc. Yep. But Rironi, I believe, is a made-up word. Completely made which, up. Which really is just ronin. It's just ronin. This film should basically be ronin Kenshin. But... Yeah. The creator of the show decided to just change the word Ronin to Roroni for some reason. Completely made up word. Is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Does sound like a pasta. I'd love a mean Very bowl totally. of Roroni totally right totally. now. Yeah. Sprinkle some of that Kenshin on it. <laughs> yeah. How'd that sound? Yeah. Weird. Weird that he just made up a word. Very strange. Maybe it rolls off the tongue better. Also, if I'm correct, I believe the writer of the manga of this, uh, of R- the Roroni Kenshin manga, was arrested for child porn. Oh, dear. Uh, late last year, I believe. He was found to have numerous images of things we will not discuss, but I believe he was arrested for, uh, yeah, child porn. So I don't know if we're going to get much manga left uh, unless someone else kind of carries on writing it. But yeah, I got. I believe he got in trouble. But he didn't. he didn't have anything to do with this film, so it's safe to watch the film without feeling guilty. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are not in league with pedophiles. Um, let me let me ask you this. When when he had his fight when he was drunk and he fought all the guys and then fucks that guy up uh, in the rain. He slashes him up and he's like, I can't die. I have someone I love. And then he fucks yeah, him up yeah. again. I can't die. When Wait, was he drunk? I thought he was drunk. Oh, no, no. That's just like... Um, uh, Batosai... Rage. 
Oh, I thought. Like, you know, you know, oh, I didn't think he, like, he was drunk. Just, like, oh. Over. Oh yeah, I thought he was just. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. I, I got anyway. He goes into like a fury. Okay, when he got the slash on his cheek. Yeah. Didn't you wonder how he got the second one? Well, of course. Didn't, and I thought the film did that beautifully because, of course, at the start of the film, you're like, he's got cuts on his face. I wonder how he gets those. And halfway through the film, it shows you how he gets one of those slashes. And then for the rest of the film, you're like, oh my god, how does he get the other? And then he tells you who he got the other one off, but it doesn't show you what when she did it. Right, or what were the circumstances? Yeah. Why would she be? As far as I know, they don't show it in the second and third film either. Mm. I might be wrong because I haven't seen those in a while. Is it explained in the anime or no? I've never seen the anime. I've got no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah, I believe, I believe so. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Also, here's a, here's a fun fact. Uh, on my PlayStation friends list, there's some guy named Kenshin X Himura. And huh. until today, I didn't know what the hell that was. That was. I was like, Kenshin X Himura. Oh, I, I see. Like, oh, Kenshin Himura. And I was like, what's the X about? And I was like, oh my god, it's a scar on his face. Nice. Oh, yeah. even plaguing me for 12 years. Oh my god, <laughs> even when you were saying that, I was just like, what's the X for? Slash on his I face. I was like, you know, gamer dudes put X's in places. That's smart. What game does he play? Probably Street Fighter. Do I have to blur his name out on this podcast because we've kind of <laughs> mentioned <laughs> him now and people might try and play that with him? Matters. But... Yeah. I don't know. We're not talking about his like, no, that's true. Okay, I just I know that other people do it on other people, on other podcasts, but I guess we're unprofessional and don't do that, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, yeah. One thing I thought about this film, were, uh, in particular, was um, the fight choreography. While very um, uh, like, what am I trying to say? Very, I hate. I've used the word lavish like twelve times. Very over the top and very flamboyant. That's the word I'm looking for. It's very flamboyant, but. There's actually a sense of logic to it because it's not just ting, 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 ting of swords. Yeah. There's a lot of dodging. Yeah. A lot of like, oh, I, this guy's throwing a sword at me. I'm going to duck. I'm going to step back. I'm going to move. Right. And I love that. I love that it's not just, you know, you watch Princess Bride and you, you watch Inigo Montoya fight fucking Dread Pirate Roberts Wesley and they're going back and forth with just hitting swords. Yeah. But in this, there's, he's dodging, he's moving, because he doesn't want to get hit by that blade. I thought yeah. it was great. No, I agree. Yeah. The fights are great. Yeah. There's a lot of wrist grabbing. A lot of wrist grabbing. Yeah. what I really liked is he would put a dude on his back so he wouldn't get stabbed in the back. Yeah. Yes, yes. That was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I also like almost the, the, uh, the difference between Kenshin and his street fighter friend in the his street fighter friends like very sloppy yeah. very i'm just gonna throw blows i'm gonna german suplex two people at the same time yeah which is beautiful yep <laughs> and then he german suplexes someone else um but like his fight in the kitchen where they're just like smashing things over, out of each other's heads and they stop to drink wine and eat chicken it's just yeah yeah it's it's really good and i love the the difference between those those choreography styles because one is very like visceral and the other one's very flashy and, and kind of flowery yeah and, and then even just the fighting between like um fake batosai and then when og batosai fought mask guy mm-hmm. and mask guy's style yeah yeah that was great and that, that fight in that library was yeah that's yeah, really the, the, the tip top fight in this one was it was sweet it was yeah. great yeah that's the best one yeah, I think so. I do like uh, uh, Batasai versus Batasai at the end. 
um but that that one in the library is is so good everything about it even the, from the very point where he starts firing guns at him and he's running around the top like dodging mm. the bullets and then he, he jumps down and i love what this film does with uh, kenshin they do a very interesting thing in that throughout the entire film they always give you the sense that kenshin can do more mm. that like this is only half his power. It's very Dragon Ball Z. It's very like, oh, this is yeah, this is only a fraction of my power. And throughout the film, it's like, oh, he's doing a bit more against this guy, doing a bit more, doing a bit more. And I love that. I love the sense of like, oh my god, how good is he? I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, like Kenshin just seems like a massive ball of potential. It's like you don't know what he can do. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't know yes exactly and I, I think we do see it later on especially in the sequels um you know he does he has some amazing fights with some amazing stuff and uh what did you think about the move uh, and be honest what did you think about the move where he kind of runs on his side and I, sweeps i fucking love that wasn't that fucking awesome i love that it I, looked phenomenal i can see how some people might go oh that's a bit silly but it looks so good yeah yeah i love that yeah choreography really I continue to say that the three Kenshin movies are the best examples of swordplay you will ever see. In my opinion. I, I, I can't think of a film that I've seen that's better. And I've seen a lot of swordplay films. Like some people might say Blade of Immortal. And I'm going to be controversial and say Blade of Immortal is shite. I don't like it. Uh, whereas the... Sorry? Blade of Immortal is like a, a very a very popular film uh, by uh, directed by Takashi Miike. Um, it's one of his big samurai films, and basically it's about a guy who's uh, a samurai who just can't die. He's he's essentially immortal, but and people love it, and I did not enjoy it. Whereas Takashi Miike's other samurai film, Thirteen Assassins, is fucking fantastic. Very serious film, like very tonally serious but it's very good i think you'd like that one as well Devin. Hmm. yeah i don't know would you say well you, i guess you can't say it yet i was gonna ask you um would you say you prefer uh japanese martial arts movies to chinese but i guess you've seen mostly chinese and you've only seen one japanese yeah one, as far so. as i know this is the yeah um <clears throat> I just know that I, yeah, I I liked the sword fights in this. Yeah, we'll watch a few more Japanese ones, I think, going forward. I, I'm not entirely sure which ones we're going to watch, but we'll we'll watch them. Um, yeah. I want to watch a Korean uh, martial arts film as well. There's a few good ones. Ooh, I don't think I've ever watched one of those. No, there's a few out there that are pretty good. Um, I believe, even though it's... A, yeah, C uh, City of Violence is one that a lot of people talk about being pretty good. Um... There's a great film. I shouldn't say great film. There's a film called The Revenger on, or Just Revenger on Netflix. And that's a Korean film. It's really, really good. Like the fights are amazing in it. And there's loads of fights. But everything that isn't a fight is pretty shit. Um, <laughs> but it manages to do that. It, it managed to do, manages to do what the old guard couldn't do. In that it gives us loads of fights and they're all very entertaining and long and there's plenty of them, but the rest of the film shit. Whereas, in my opinion, the old guard only gives us a few fight scenes and then the rest of the film's a bit dull. Um, but yeah, it manages to keep you or keep us entertained um, 
yeah, we might do Revenge, actually. Interesting film. Um, yeah, does anyone else have anything... Uh, or anyone else have anything particular oh, about this Oh, uh, drug, drug kingpin, drug lord. Yeah. What's with him and animals? Like, there's a bunny that was constantly on his desk. Uh, I don't know what and the I bunny get, was and about. I, and I'm assuming, you know, it's a part of, I guess, his, you know, rich guy persona and having, like, a bunch of shit. And I guess animals are included in that. But did you, at first, I was just like, that. The, the first time that bunny popped up on the desk, I was like, it looks like a real bunny, but it's not moving. And then... It popped up again, and I was just like, "Why does he always have a bunny on his?" But it was just it, a bunny, right? There was, was no other one, animals. No, there were the dogs. There was that bird. Um, oh shit, there were. Was, yeah. What type of bird is that? A cockatoo? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. know birds. Cockatoo, cockatiel. The, the big white ones. Um, yeah. So he had like, well, I guess not a bunch. But he had a tiger skin rug as well. Yeah, but he yeah. had like random animals, and then yeah, there was this white bunny that was constantly sitting on his desk. Well, opium's a hell of a drug. <laughs> what can you say? You know? I guess. Who who hasn't smoked? He was taking that thing and I was like, that does not look like a real regular pipe. No, I mean, no. who hasn't smoked a bunch of opium and gone out and bought a rabbit? Oh, yeah, and then another thing, another thing I didn't care for was the music choice for whenever he was on screen. It sounded like circus or carnival music. I noticed that. I thought that was a bit odd. It was weird, wasn't it? Didn't it didn't add menace to him. It added kind all. of silliness. And yeah, I get he was he, yeah. supposed to be kind of funny. Yeah. Silly. Uh, yeah, but I I thought for certain for certain bits of the movie, the music choice was bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I, I get Especially it. Especially for him. What have you got in your notes, Cyrus? Okay, here we go, here we go. Oh, you know that festival? I think it was the beginning <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. What was happening? <laughs> I don't Why know. were they tossing water on that? I don't one know. And we shouldn't laugh because it may be very cultural. And right. uh, I'm only laughing because it was very much out of context and we didn't yeah, understand. Yeah, I didn't it. understand what was happening or what they were. So- yeah, that's a good point, Cyrus. I Did you get it, Cyrus? Uh, here's the thing. Um, I'm not sure what the reason is for it, but I was in Japan when they did it. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. I have pictures. It's just, it's like you, a bunch of people carry this like wooden structure with like a deity or mm. some sort of artwork on it, and it was freaking dope. And I think it's in the spring. Was this your way of showing off that you've been to Japan? How we got to? Were they tossing water on it? I didn't see any water. Okay. Um, but everybody would have like a headband. And they'd have like matching, I think matching garb. Interesting. And, dude, they were so sweaty. I felt so bad for them. Yeah, it was hot there, right? Oh man, it's so hot. Interesting. I, I, I always I see Japan and I never think of it as a warm place. You know, you don't think of it as like, oh, I bet they have warm summers, but they really do. Well, yeah. yeah you always think of like Mount Fuji or like cherry blossoms. Or you don't think it's yeah. you don't think of it as like terribly humid. Yeah, exactly, and it hits like you know ninety-one degrees and stuff. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, that festival threw me off because I, I I imagine it has like huge cultural significance, and it just it was lost on me a little bit. Yeah, I was in Tokyo. I can't remember what the area was, but it was beautiful, man. Uh, here's another one. I'll just rapid fire these babies. Sure, go for it. Uh, rich guy throws salt on watermelon. Was that salt? I was wondering if that was salt or sugar. Sugar? Hmm. 
Yeah, but then that would be crazy, right? Because watermelons are sweet, so you're adding sugar. But then, don't people, do people do that? People, people do that, yeah. People put salt on watermelon, No, right? sugar. Sh- sugar? Do people really? put Hold on, I'm... I'm I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, watermelon is, oh, I would love some watermelon. So, yeah, I mean, putting salt on it to offset the sweetness, I guess. But I was just wondering, is that supposed to be salt or sugar? Due to watermelon's low salt content, when you sprinkle salt on the fruit, it draws all of the watermelon's sweet liquid to the top. So it probably makes it more delicious. Oh my goodness. Yeah, if you pour salt on me, all my sweet liquid comes to the top. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's the next one. Okay. Uh, Batosai, bad Batosai. Yeah. When he's about to kill the dojo owner lady. Yeah. Yep. And he gets the sword and he's about to just kill her. He goes, and this is one of the dopest things I've ever heard. He goes, can you hear the next world calling you? Oh, that's a mean line. Yeah. Why didn't I, why didn't I notice that? That's a really good line. Yeah, I yeah. didn't notice that. You, you watched it subtitled, right? Dubbed. You watched it dubbed? I bought it and it said subtitles, but it's dubbed. Oh man, I don't think it says that in the dub. I don't think that was a line. I think it was a little different. Yeah, it's a good line though. Yeah, I like it. But he definitely, yeah. Can you hear the next world calling you? Yeah, he definitely said something to that effect with the subtitles. You know, like basically, like yeah, you're about to die. Here we go. Get ready for it. Yeah, about to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right. I only got two or three left. Okay. Go on. uh, Big sword man loves loves it. Riots. Just loves them. What? Yeah. He kept drink- Yeah, he kept eating raw eggs. He did eat a few raw eggs. Yeah. I, I don't know what that was about, but... Getting ready for his fight. I kind of liked it. Getting his protein. I yeah, guess. I kind of liked that he got him pumped up eating raw eggs. What else you got? Also, who has raw eggs just sat in a bowl? Yeah, I thought that too. They in were a in a restaurant. Oh, dude. Uh, I'm, what am I fucking wealth knowledge over here? Uh, <laughs> in Japan, like their eggs, you can just fucking crack them open and eat them. Put them on rice and everything. Uh-huh. And you don't have to refrigerate them. Like in America, you have to refrigerate your eggs. Oh, okay, yeah. Yes, because actually, when they come out, like for regular, like farm, like regular, just straight from the chicken, they have some because they have some sort of natural like coating to them to keep them fresh. Because I work with a veterinarian who has a farm. She has a ton of chickens, and she would give me eggs all the time, and she, that's what she told me. She was like, "You don't have to put them in the fridge because." I heard, Naturally, they stay fresh. I heard women can make good money refrigerating their eggs. There it is. I knew this. That something was coming. You leave me be. Something was coming. You leave me be. I've had an energy drink. I'm hepped up. I know. I know what I'm doing. I'm a pro. Yes, that's right. I have. I have. I know what's going on. Have you got one last note? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What else? Complicated. It's going to take you a good 25 minutes to get dressed. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Kenshin has, like, he's got his big red um, uh, garb on, and then he's got, like, a back support, a grey back support thing. A lot going on. And then, so when he wasn't, when his arms weren't out of his sleeves, were his arms kind of folded inside? Because it looked like his arms were, like, tucked up against, like, his chest or something like that, that he was folding them inside that red rope. I don't know if they were inside. I think they were in the sleeves. No, but the no. sleeves were hanging. Oh. I think he, the sleeves are so big, and it's so big it's like a robe, right? I yeah. I think he sucks his arms in. 
Right, that's what I mean. Oh, uh, that's what that's what Devon was saying. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. what I mean. That's what I mean. He does a fucking Auron from Final Fantasy X. Exactly. Oh, sweet. Yeah, some people won't get that reference. Devin didn't I don't get, get that, that reference. reference. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Some people will. Oh, uh, here's Yeah, yeah, they were like his... They didn't really say that. No, they were his samurai guys that would, yeah, try and take it over for... To make a port. This is, this is... This doesn't make any sense, okay. So there's this dojo that no one visits and no one lives in. Yeah. And everyone's getting sick from well water. Right, what, right. Let's go to the dojo. Why? Yeah, I wait, wait, what? too. When, after the... Uh, the townspeople, they all got sick, and they kept running in and being yeah, like, yeah. this car, and I was like, why did they all go to the dojo when they were sick? Because she's, like, the chief. She's, like, the... No, the... she's not. I think they respect her more than any other. She's, she's like, the, the last in line of this very famous lineage of martial arts. I think she's, like, a head of the village. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. Well, why else would they go? That's what we're asking. Why? I think all she was. Her father was a respected, you know, fencing teacher. Your your father's a respected (laughs) fencing teacher. You know, and so she (laughs) and so she had this dojo. I think, yeah, I think they all know that she's a good girl. I think, you know, they're you know the her neighbors around her are aware of her. Oh well, but why did they all? You know, she's not a doctor though. Why did they all pile into her dojo when they I got sick? That's what, yeah, I agree with you. I thought that was I think she does, I thought the exact same maybe thing. Maybe she's not the chief, but I think she does the village favors. I think, yeah, like you said, she's well known amongst them as one of the like good ones. I, I think you're drawing conclusions. I'm not going to take them to a dojo. Do you know what? I think, sure? I yeah. think in a medical emergency, you probably shouldn't take the injured party to a dojo. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, yes, I'm siding with that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Speaking of speaking of injuries and dojos, true story. Well, I used to do. Actually, this is. I, I'm kind of jumping the gun here. Uh, when I did karate years ago, when I was like ten years old. Yeah. <laughs> I fell. I fell down the stairs in my house, not in the dojo. In my house, face first, and there was a radiator at the bottom of the stairs, and I smashed my face on the radiator, and my chin ballooned up to the size of a fucking watermelon with salt on it. Uh, big, big old chin bruise. And I went to karate that week, and he, my 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 teacher said, "What happened?" And I said, "I fell down the stairs and I smashed my face on the radiator." Do you know what he said to me? He goes, "Why didn't you block the radiator?" <laughs> so he said to me, "I'll never forget that." What a master <laughs> teacher. Yep. There you go. <laughs> yep. Shotokan karate, baby. Um, yeah. Uh, and on that note, if no one's got any more notes, I can actually jump into a question related to that story. Go. Okay. We have a reader question. Reader question. Listener question. Fuck me. Listener question. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. We have a listener question. Uh, it was actually anonymously submitted on Tumblr, so whoever submitted it, thank you very much. And the question is, do any of us practice a martial art, or have we ever practiced a martial art? That would be a negative. That would be a negative for me. As a child, there were like classes that I took, but none of them were martial arts, and none of them lasted very long because I didn't like to do what the teacher said, so I got kicked out. So you've never done any martial arts? No. In your life? 
No. None. I think at one point when I was a little girl, I did ballet, and then there was another, like, gymnastics, but apparently I liked to dance to the beat of my own drum. And not to the ballet drum. Not to the ballet drum. Well, let's, let's, let's kind of... Infamous drums at the ballet. <laughs> yes, very much. Let's work on that question and yes. and say, would you like to do a martial art? Oh, yeah. You'd like to. to. You'd like yeah, to take yeah, up yeah. a martial art. Any particular one? Didn't, didn't we have a similar question? Because didn't I say... Oh, did we? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I think... Because uh, um, what's... What are, what are MMA... Uh, what are most MMA... BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I... We got... Yeah, some sort of question like that. Oh, okay. If I'm repeating myself, oh, yeah. I'm oh, so no, sorry. No, no, no. It was like if we like got to... Like if we... What was that question? If we have like a year to go to walk away and... Oh, and train and a martial art. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you wouldn't mind doing the old BJJ? Sure, why not? Okay, that's interesting. Cyrus? How about this? Let's mm-hmm. do a, a third level to it. Okay. What, do, what does Sean and myself think that Devin would be good at? Boom. Okay, I think I've got it. Hit me. I honestly think Devin would be good at a kickboxing style. That's a fucking with the first thing I've done. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I think she's got upper body strength, and I think she's got legs on it. She's got long legs, and I think kicks... And stand-up striking, I think Devin would would be good at. She's got fucking strength. Ooh. I'm talking about you like you're not here. You have <laughs> you have strength. Ooh, and okay. I I honestly think if you were to learn proper boxing technique, I think you know I'm not saying you could be a professional boxer, but you could pack a punch, and I, I think you could do really well. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that I assessment. Don't, I don't think I agree. No. I don't think Devin is a grappler. I don't think she likes to get all up in people's business. I'd rather not. I don't. I don't see her as a grappler either. I don't. Really. I'd rather not. No, no. Yeah. You, you don't want to roll around with like someone's balls on your right right cheek. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I don't. No, that's yeah. That's. I think. I, I think kickboxing or, um, what's that? What's that? Uh, Chinese style of uh, kickboxing. That they do. Is it is it Sonata? What's it called? Am I on drugs? Am I yeah, talking? They, are you on the Are you on the opium? Ch- am I on the <laughs> Chinese kickboxing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's called Sander. I was close. Sander. S A N D A, not Sonata. Frank Frank Sonata. He's a, he's a famous Sonata. fighter. <laughs> yeah, Sander. That's what. S A N D A. Sander. Um, it's it's a pretty it's like a competition style uh, kickboxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you I think you'd go well with kickboxing. Cool. What about you, Cyrus? What's your martial arts history? Well, I did wrestling. You did do wrestling, high school level wrestling. Six months? Sorry? You said six months? Half, half of whatever semester. Oh, okay. Three. Okay. Three. Okay. Sure, whatever that is. It was, it was <laughs> brutal. It was brutal, man. Yeah. It felt like I was in the Marines. Like, you do your school, and then after school, you just fucking run, do push-ups, sit-ups, and wrestle for two hours. Yeah, wrestling's very much, and I, uh, this sounds so cliche, but wrestling's very much like a lifestyle, right? You've got, you've got to like, you've got to, you got to watch your weight and stuff as well. Well, if you're one of the top dogs, you do. But yeah, okay. I was only JV, so not really. I didn't really gain weight. 
Yeah, I think I think wrestling, high school wrestling is very much a, I think an American. Yeah, thing. there's a yeah, and there's a there's like a I, I believe there's a weight class, so you have to stay within. Your yeah, weight class. I think yeah. there was. I don't know much about it because like we we as far as I know, we did not have wrestling when when I was growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Not in, not in my school. I think it's an American thing. Well, yeah. Wrestling, uh, martial arts. I took let's say four uh, jujitsu classes. Yeah. Just like over my whole life. I really enjoyed that, but I never stuck with it. Yeah, um, yeah. Me and you went to Muay Thai, Muay Thai twice, I think, didn't we? Muay twice. Muay twice. <laughs> Muay. Yeah, that's cool. I wanted to keep doing that too. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't. I think it seemed shady. <laughs> wasn't it yeah, you? Wasn't it? Like, yeah, wasn't it you, Cyrus, and Tom? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about Tom, like the audience knows him, but yes, our friend Tom. Yeah. And there's... and our friend Pat went as well. Um, yes, but it was just like this guy who was just like, oh, give me a few dollars, I'll teach him which. <laughs> but it was yeah. good. It was like a, a really good workout, and it felt great. That guy was a Botosai because he could have killed all four of us. <laughs> he, he could have thrown one kick and killed us all. Yes, yeah. yeah, he was an absolute beast. Yeah. Um, so, Should we learn uh, some more time? boxing classes, and not like one-on-one, just, you know, with an instructor. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, my history with martial arts, I guess, not much, really. Um, as I said, when I was young, about 10 years old, um, I took karate. And I think I think I was even younger than 10. I think I, maybe I was like 7 or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But I remember um, the last time I went, I turned up and I went and sat in a corner and I just cried. <laughs> And I and I never went back. I think my mum had to come and pick me up. And I told I told her I didn't like her. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Funny enough, it wasn't after he told me to block a radiator. Um, we have a plane flying overhead, which the mic is picking up. Um, I I actually I it wasn't a white belt either. I actually got my yellow belt. Um, but uh, yeah, I cried and didn't go back. Um, years later, when I was in my early twenties maybe 23, and living in Chicago, I took Wing Chun. Um, I was having one-on-one lessons with, as far as I know, I won't I won't say his name, but I believe he was quite a, not famous, but very well-known Wing Chun teacher. Um, and I did one-on-one lessons with him for... I don't know. I maybe went twice a week for like six months. Oh shit! Yeah, I was doing it. I was doing it long, uh, long time. Um, and the reason why I'm not saying his name is because I stopped attending his one-on-one classes, which were at his house, because I felt like he was milking me for money. Um, I didn't advance much. I'm not saying I was like, oh, I'm a Wing Chun master now. I need to do more. It wasn't anything to do with that. It's just like he would literally teach me the same thing over and over for like four weeks. But it wasn't like punching. It was like a wrist turn, you know? It was just like you turn your wrist like this. I was like, okay, I think I've got it. And then he'd teach me it for four more weeks. And he and it cost a lot um, because it was a one-on-one lesson. It, it, it was pricey right. um so eventually i just had to say yeah no um i felt like oh, i learned a lot i know a lot of people kind of laugh or a lot of mixed martial artists kind of laugh at wing chun but honestly the more i see wing chun used and i, I i've seen it multiple times in a ring 
against like an MMA fighter and long story short it does not work <laughs> they always get fucking knocked out in about 6 seconds but I will say this uh, my Wing Chun teacher he when like in my third class or something or fourth or whatever he wanted to show me how powerful Wing Chun was and so he punched me in the chest and it was unbelievably strong like it hurt the shit out of me I mean obviously it's no more powerful than a you know a proper right hook but I was surprised by how much power he could generate um, and I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed learning the the, the concepts behind it um, can I ask a question yeah. how much were these classes <laughs> you, you want to know I really want to know it was cost you went me, twice a week yeah it was costing me about 120 bucks a week yeah yeah <laughs> So, Holy shit, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it was costing me a lot. Um, it was a very a dumb decision. Um, he, he held normal classes where you could go with a group, but I, I, because I have anxiety, I didn't want to do it with a group. So I was like, I'll just do it by myself. So of course he just, well, this is how much it is for for a one on one, and it was a bad decision, and it was it was not right, and it was out of the way, and he was a lovely man. Uh, uh, rest his soul. I believe he's dead now. Um, but he was a lovely man. I just felt like he he just might have milked me for money a little bit. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to go into my financial situation, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, what was it like? What four hundred dollars a month? I mean, you can afford four hundred dollars a month. Eh, would you do that now? Fuck no. Right. Exactly. No. I I was in. Why are we going into my okay, finances? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fucking hell. I was just curious. I was just curious how much it was. I was in a comfortable situation. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Do you want my tax returns? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was in I was in a comfortable situation, so I could afford it. Sorry, um, sorry, sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, it, it was a ludicrous amount of money. I, I admit I was shelling out way too much. Um I don't even know how much classes are now. How much is a how much is a fucking BJJ class now? Oh, who knows? It depends on where you go too, I suppose. Yeah, because yeah, I reckon you can shell out a lot of money for those classes. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. Um, and again, after after Wing Chun, I went, you know, with uh, Cyrus for Muay Thai a few times, and I will say that the Muay Thai guy told me I had a very good kick, a very powerful kick. Excellent. Yes, which I'm very proud of. And I would love to do a martial art now. I'd love to start. My my ideal martial art... How long have we been going, Devin? Uh, we're at a minute 14. A minute 14? I'm sorry, an hour 14. <laughs> um, I, would, <laughs> I would love to do judo. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think I, I'd be a, a big fan of judo. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm lucky because I'm a portly gentleman, so I have weight on my side, and I can use my body weight to leverage and do throws and stuff. And I think, I mean, just to be honest, being being a big boy, um, standing up and striking would just exhaust me. I, it's just, you know, I don't have the stamina to do it. And I know, I'm not saying judo's easy, by all means, nowhere near easy. Um, but I'm saying I just don't have the, the, the wind in me to just throw punches over and over again. And I like judo. I like the look of it. And it's a height, but do you have uh, grip strength? 
I don't know if I have grip strength. I mean, I mean, my penis would tell you I do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. No, I, I. To be honest, I don't think I have very good grip strength. I, I really don't. Um, yeah, but you know, you can improve that. I don't have big hands. I have, I have sausage fingers. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd like to try it. One, I, I always think I'm too old to do a martial art, which is kind of stupid because you can start at any age. But I would love to do a traditional kung fu as well. Like I'd love to do hungar, um, just for. Just because I respect traditional martial arts, they may not always work in the ring, but I'm not going to be in a ring anytime. So, anyway, that's our martial arts journey. Uh, I will go on to that. I think we only have one more question. We'll try and wrap this up within an hour and 30. This is an interesting one. This is from Sky Verbal, and this is very, very different to, to what we were just talking about. And she said, Do you remember Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV? Sure do. Okay. And then she asked, which celebrities would you guys like to see duke it out? And who do you think would win? And I'm going to go on top of that question yeah. and say, which celebrities would you like to see fight in real life also? Hmm. Interesting question. Interesting question. I, I liked um, I liked a little bit of Celebrity Deathmatch. I, I didn't watch a lot of it. Yeah, I watched... I don't think I watched the whole thing like from the beginning to like when it when it ended, but I feel like I watched a fair amount of it. Yeah. Um It was on like is it was it on around the same time as like Beavis and Butthead? Or was it after remember. Beavis and Butthead? I think it was after. A little after, okay. Um I watched Beavis and Butthead. Who Ooh, who would I love? You know who I'd like to say I've got one. Because we're stumbling for an answer. I've got yeah. one. Who? In a celebrity death match, not in a real one, in the actual cartoon, yeah. I would like to see Jennifer Love Hewitt against Sarah Michelle Gellar. They've both got Ooh. three names. They're both classic horror icons from the 90s. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's quite interesting. Yeah. I'd also like to see them fight in a real ring against each other. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also like to watch them. <laughs> I'm sure you'd like to see them in a, uh, in a ring with Jello on the floor. <laughs> Yes, yeah, okay, Oh, I don't agree with that. Right? You know when you see women on in some films and stuff and they're wrestling in a paddling pool. I'm all for like jello, but KY just makes me feel a bit ill. I don't know why. Okay, so the reason I said that is cuz I just watched Old School. Yes, and they fight in KY, right? And they fight in like way too much jelly. Like you could drown in that. Oh, it's jelly, is it? Okay. Yeah. And it's also like gross, man. Like just I don't know. Who can with that? Yeah, yeah. Where did that concept come from? Like mud wrestling. Where did that even come from? I don't know. It doesn't sit well with me anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. But yeah, Jennifer Love Hewitt against Sarah Michelle Gellar, either on Celebrity Deathmatch the show or in a Celebrity Deathmatch in real life. And I'm trying to think of some more. I know I kind of flung this question at you. Maybe something like um, Steven Spielberg against Scorsese, something like that. Interesting. <laughs> You think Spielberg would, would beat the shit out of Scorsese? That's a small, small gentleman. He is. He's, I think he's ferocious like Wolverine, though. <laughs> I think, you know, he's got... he's. Uh, I just think he's got something in the tank. Yeah? Yeah. Scorsese, I think, you know, he, he was... He's got that... Is he from Brooklyn? I don't know. I don't know where he's from, but he's got that kind of old-timey Italian-American savageness. I like it. I like, like he'll just pick up a 
egg cart somehow kill you with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, John Woo versus Quentin Tarantino. John Woo and Tarantino. Yeah, that would be interesting, actually. Ooh. I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. So now we're just directors fighting directors. It seems, it seems. <laughs> yeah, would you like to see that in a real fight? In, a, in, an, in an octagon? Hmm. How old is John Woo? John Woo must John be... John Woo is an old, older man. How old is he? In his 60s now? Uh, and Quentin Tarantino... Least. How old is Quentin Tarantino? Uh, 50 something? Probably around 60. Late 50s. John Woo? Holy shit! John Woo's 74. Oh, wow. How old is Tarantino? Tarantino is... I'm saying 50-something. Yeah, definitely 50-something. 57. 57. He's creeping up on 60. Oh, wow. Damn, yeah. I would like to watch um, Brock Lesnar fight Justin Bieber. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) yeah. I suppose you've got those ones where you just want to see someone Someone get destroyed out of them. Yeah. Yeah, Justin Bieber's got some got some muscles on him. He he, he would you know mm, he'd no, fight back. He's go, not gonna beat Lesnar. Yeah, he'd go down. I feel like he'd go down pretty he quickly. Yeah, he might be. So all you see are his muscles. True, and he might be able to escape Lesnar's grasp with his snake-like figure. <laughs> you know, he's a slim boy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's all it's all good and well. I would love to see fucking Kevin Smith fight. Uh, Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah, just like a bear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Kevin Smith fight a truck. Yeah, 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 exactly. But you know, I'd rather see like a, a fair fight between two people. I'd like to see like greats go go against it. Like maybe Mel Gibson get in a ring with Bruce Willis. I like that. I yeah, like that. That's not a bad one. I think one. Gibson would actually take it. I, th- think? Th- I think Gibson would take it. I think, yeah, I, I kind of so. do too. I don't think, I think, I'll say it. This may be controversial. <laughs> I think Bruce Willis is all mouth. Yeah. I think he's 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 all talk and no trousers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, Mel Gibson's kind of, Mel Gibson's kind of. Really? Oh. All talk and no trousers? Yeah. Did I, I haven't made that up, have I? I've heard no. you, I believe I've heard you say that before. I don't know if you made it up or not. But yeah, Mel Gibson's no. a little, he's a little crazy. All talking, no trousers. Here we go. Yeah, it is a phrase. Yeah. Oh, it's from the UK. It's British, so you won't have heard it. Well, yeah, that was my assumption. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few good ones there. Willis, Willis and and Gibson. Oh, uh, it's a good one. I don't want to... Uh, Frankie Muniz. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Frankie Muniz against Shia LaBeouf. Oh, dude, Shia LaBeouf is yoked. Yeah, I, so, I, he's, and he's got he's, he's fucking crazy. He's too. got something behind the eyes. Yeah. Oh, Muniz, Mun is it Muniz? Muniz. Muniz is a bit bonkers as well, isn't he? I don't know. I think he went a bit weird but at I, some point. But I, I feel like LaBeouf is is LaBeouf LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia the Beef. Is he? <laughs> it's definitely LaBeouf. He's, he's definitely more more cuckoo bananas. Yeah, LaBeouf's got some. I got feel some like hate yeah, he eyes. would probably do like a Mike Tyson and like bite his bite Muniz's ear. I'd like to see that. 
I'd like to see that. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. There we so go. I think we answered that question, okay? I wanted, Sorry, I wanted to jump uh, into something just before the end. And if you've listened this far, thank you very much, because it's competition time! I actually have a giveaway. So, this week... Hey. Yep. This week, I will be giving away the Rurouni Kenshin Trilogy. That is all three movies on DVD, not Blu-ray, on DVD only. Um, and they are US DVDs, so they will only work on US players. So I think we're gonna have to lim- uh, gonna have to limit it to American listeners only. Sorry, our international yeah, listeners. Yeah, sorry for those. However many we might. Have. Well, we have one Norwegian. We know that. That's right. Guy Verbal. So, um, yeah. So let's limit it to American people only. Not American people. Amer- people living in America only, please. Unless you happen to have an American DVD player. Well, they can. No, this is... No, we're making this way too fucking confusing now. <laughs> I have a region-free DVD player. Someone in the UK could easily have a region-free DVD player. Okay. Do we want to send it internationally? Oh. All right, anyone, forget it, anyone. We're not going to limit it to Americans or people living in America. Anyone can answer this. So, the question is, and it's Rurouni Kenshin based, and it is, what style does Kenshin use to defeat Jin E. Udo with at the end of the film? Jin E. Udo is Batasai, fake Batasai. What sword style does he use to defeat him at the end of the movie. Now, all I want you to do is make sure that you follow me on Instagram, which is foo underscore four underscore thought. If you follow me on Instagram and you can DM me with the answer, uh, I'll have Devin pick a random winner. This will run for, what should we do? Should we just run it for a week and then announce the... The listener in the next episode? Sure. Yeah, we'll run it for a week. Um, so, yeah, if you... Oh, this is a fucking clusterfuck. I'm sorry. This, <laughs> this is my first giveaway. I'm obviously not a seasoned vet at this. But if you follow me and you can DM me the answer to what sword style does Kenshin use to defeat the bad Batasai at the end of Rurouni Kenshin, the first one, you will win the entire trilogy on US, I think they're region one uh, DVDs. So if you have a region free DVD player and you live in Kathmandu, I will happily send you the DVDs. <laughs> so uh, I suppose we would need to know what movie we're doing next, which I will yes, pull, sir. pull up the list. What movie are we doing next? All right. We promised that we would do it last episode. So we are going to do the Mark Dacascos film Drive. So get some sweet Dacascos. Some Dacascos and some uh, Kadeem Hardison and some Brittany Murphy. And some sweet, sweet Ryan Gosling. Some sweet Ryan Gosling's going to be in there. <laughs> He's playing a werewolf in a new film. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that will be the next episode in two weeks. That is free to watch on Prime Video. Uh, if it happens to disappear from there, we might be fucked because I don't actually own it. But it's free for now. So if everyone wants to give that a watch before the next episode... And uh, after that, I think we're going to be doing Heroes of the East. Yes, the Shaw Brothers film, Heroes of the East. Then The Prodigal Son. Then Royal Warriors. Then a Bruce Lee film. We're going to keep going. Yep, (laughs) I've got them all listed. Don't worry about it. Uh, But thank you very much for listening, everyone. Really appreciate it. Uh, Check me out on foo underscore four underscore thought on Instagram. Check me out on Tumblr, which is just foo for thought. DM me any messages. 
spread word of the podcast like us subscribe yes, raters reviewers yes, tell your mum about us do what and if you want to reach me just send a carrier pigeon yes <laughs> if you want to reach cyrus carrier pigeon um, yeah. um, <laughs> he only accepts <laughs> he only accepts faxes and his fax number is 6969 69, 69. It's 69, 69 times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, we're going to wrap it up now. So thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you next time.